Welcome to the First Century Youth Ministry Podcast. My name is Heather. And I'm Mark, and we are your co-hosts. And we're here to take a look back into the Jewish roots of our faith. For the way forward in youth ministry discipleship. This podcast is a part of the Youth Cartels Podcast Network. Hey friends, it's Heather here. Welcome back to the show. And I'm here with Mark. We're going to have another discussion on Jewish interpretation in the Gospels. And if you're much like me from last week after our discussion, you kind of left scratching your head a little bit going, huh, I don't know what I think about all that. And if you were like, sorry, not sorry. But here's the thing. For me personally, Mark, it made me Mm -hmm. so like, it just messed me up so much. I was like, oh. I got to dig into that thing, right? Like, and that's what a good teacher does. They leave you with something that makes you dig deeper. They just don't tell you what to think, but they lead you to something and then say, okay, go, go drink for yourself and figure this one out. Yeah. And we can, we can think it through a, a little more, but at the same time, always hold to that anchor that the biblical writers know what they're doing. Yeah. There's almost, there's really never a point where, They've just done something haphazardly and don't know what they're doing. They're being right. very intentional. I mean, the main author, he kind of knows what he's doing too. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I think so. <laughs> For real. But that did mess me up a little bit. I've been having some hard time this week where I'm like, all right, Mark made me mad. I got to dig into this thing. So I didn't good. make you mad. The Bible <laughs> made you mad. I just That's read. True. All I did was read. Yeah, sure. What did you think? What did you think about Heather? About what? About that passage. I thought I just I had to know some stuff about some of the things that we talked about last week of, you know, yeah. who incited who, you know, why, why did it say in first Kings that it was the Lord, but why did it say in Chronicles that it was Satan, you know? And so that was the yeah. main meat that I was really digging into. So here's just a little, um, rabbit trail in, in 30 seconds. Ready? Okay. Because the seconds. same thing comes up in the gospels when we have stories and there's a detail that's just like different and yeah. you're like, wait, which is it? Cause it's the right. Bible. I need to figure that out. Sure. Right. And so there's basically two approaches. The first approach is to harmonize. So say we have these two accounts, but somehow Mm -hmm. they still fit together. And so, yes, Yahweh incited David, but maybe he did it through the deceiver, the Satan. He he sent the Satan from his divine court down to mess with David's head. right? Right. And you could do that, but you would have trouble with how many discrepancies come up in the book of Chronicles because the author is deliberately rewriting Samuel and Kings with mm-hmm. a new point and a new audience. I mean, they're sure. after exile and they're asking what's yeah. it look like to go into the future, right? Yeah. Whereas, so I see what you're saying where yeah, yeah. it's difficult to take Chronicles and Kings and compare them and say, well, this mm-hmm. is the same story. So let's compare them together and try to draw the same meaning because you're saying there's yeah. different audiences, there's different purposes for the book. Yeah, and the Gospels do that too. I think we looked at a little detail flip in the story where um, Jesus was being tempted by Satan in the wilderness. And we said in the Luke account, he goes to the temple and stands up above everything. Mm-hmm. I think it was last. And in Matthew, the order was different. Sure. And we said the the point is be- or the reason is because Luke is a very Jerusalem-centric funnel. Mm-hmm. Like Luke yeah. funnels all the way to Jerusalem and then funnels all the way out to Acts. But the point is there was an audience reason 
and mm-hmm. a storytelling reason that that detail was flipped. And it becomes sure. really fascinating when you stop saying, well, what order was he tempted in? And you start mm. saying, what is this brilliant author doing? Right? Sure. I mean, we do the same things when we tell a story, right? I mean, like, yeah. if I'm with a certain group of people who I know will think, oh, it's really cool that this happened in my life, other than this other thing that happened, even though the other thing happened first, I'm going to tell them about the thing that they're going to get excited about, right? Yep. And remember yeah. how I said there were really two ways to think about it? And I said I would do it in 30 seconds, which was a lie. It's been like two minutes. <clears throat> I know. But here's the other one. <laughs> the other one is what we just did. Okay. To let the stories sit in their versions and read them individually for what the author's doing. And Mm. that's a way of reading ancient literature. Well, that meets its expectations and its intentions and the way that they're writing, they're writing a book for you to sit down and read. Yeah. That's a really great point. I was actually reading that this week that one of the main goals of a reader like, for example, like with my book, First Century Youth Ministry, or any other book that any other author has written, the main goal is to try to s- put yourself in the author's shoes, to try to understand what they're communicating, what they're saying, not what you think they should be saying or what you're trying to draw from it, but what they're trying to communicate through it, right? And so as we read the biblical authors, we're not Westerners trying to make it work for us. We're Westerners putting ourselves to the best of our ability in their place, trying to understand where they're coming from and the purpose of the way that they were writing and to whom they were writing and the content and the context and all that jazz. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so the the ancient mind has no problem with authors switching details like that and messing with things like that. And those are often the very launching point that a sage like Jesus would say, well, here's a detail and talk through with their friends that love to study Torah together. Like those become the very points of interpretation that become really fascinating later. This is why the Jewish, um, how do I say, uh, volumes of uh, the Talmud and the Midrash and all of that is so exhaustive because they just constantly talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about what is this interpretation? What does it mean? How do you interpret it, right? Like, how do I apply this to my life? What is the true meaning behind all this? Absolutely. Okay. So maybe I did a good job making a complete mess like I do sometimes. Can you clean it up for me, Heather, and give <laughs> give our listeners just some practical tips for when you encounter stuff in the Bible that throws you, or maybe a student comes to you with like something they've noticed like this, what do you do? Yeah, totally. Well, I think for me, Mark, you know, honestly, and I'd love to hear what you think too, but um, for me, when kids come to me with a question about something in the Bible that doesn't make sense to them. I remember I had a girl one time in a girl's small group Bible study, like mm-hmm. she was under the attack man and she was coming after me and she had her fangs out. Right. And nice. she kept, she kept hitting me with question after question. And quite frankly, I didn't know the answers and I kept trying to answer the question instead of get behind the question because yeah. really what was going on in her life was her life was being turned upside down because of some issues going on at home. And instead of trying to get to the heart of what was really going on in her heart and in her life, I tried to address the questions. And so I would just encourage youth workers out there, like, yes, try to answer the kids' questions when they bring them up. Don't totally dismiss them because it is super important. But sometimes there's more than just a question being asked. There's actually a pain. uh, There's something painful associated with that question. And we would be wise to try to get behind that. 
That's really good. Like maybe she came to you with professor type questions, but really there was a pastoral need yeah, in her heart totally. and, and a thing behind the thing she was dealing with. Yeah. That's really, really good. Yeah. Um, can I add one? Yeah, thing? for sure. I, I think there's this beautiful um, posture of the heart that the sages teach called having a beginner's heart. Yeah. And it's the idea that you never come to a place where the text of scripture won't throw you ever. Uh, you never learn enough that everything seems shallow and unprofound because mm. the reality is we're, we're claiming that the text is divine. And if that's true, mm -hmm. I think it should be simple enough that humans get what they need out of it. And I think it should be complex and artful enough that sometimes it's way over our head and totally. we're just drowning in it. And yeah. that's, that's okay. Yeah. So have a beginner's heart that always says, I might learn something today that's shocking and it might adjust everything I thought. And yeah. I think this is honestly modeled better than anything by Jesus. We've so often looked at places where Jesus takes what everyone thought they knew who knew the Bible and yeah. just twisted the diamond a little bit and Torah reflected in a different way. And they yeah. went, huh. Oh. And all of a sudden something beautiful about God and what it means to be his kid came shining through. And mm -hmm. that's okay. That that hopefully will happen your whole life. Yeah. And you can encourage kids that too. Like your whole life, you're going to find places mm -hmm. where the Bible tr like seems tricky or yeah. frustrating or it bothers you. Yeah. And you're going to have to sit with the wisdom for a while. Mm -hmm. Totally. And that's that is great. what it is. That's, that's really good and helpful to have that learner's beginner's heart. I always get... I always feel a little bit um, squiggly, if you will, like, ooh, like whenever, like mm -hmm. I hear a pastor say something like, well, we've got all the Bible figured out. Like, I remember literally hearing that come from a pastor's lips. It was something along those lines of, you know, well, we know what the Bible says. And I'm like, bro, you're going to get struggled with a lightning bolt. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, That's funny because it's like a Bible nerd. Yeah. I've sat through some really bad sermons and yeah. I always just say that was great. Thanks for sharing. Thank you so much. But the but the reality is there's always someone that knows Torah better than you and that's why we learn together and that's why we have a humility of yes. heart. Yeah. And yeah, it's a, it's okay. Actually, I think it's more helpful to students to say I don't know. That's yeah. amazing that you noticed that and sure. it's really encouraging to me because it means you were in the text and you're asking a great question, but I don't have the answer. Yeah. I'll try to find out, but I don't know. Sure. Absolutely. That's great. So you've pastored, be encouraged that as we journey together, even with Mark and I, we don't have all this thing figured out, but we want to try to learn together. So that's why it's so important that we get to know you and it'd be great if you could hop onto our Facebook community and we could just make more friends and grow in community as we study God's word together and do our best to be super great uh, disciples of Jesus. So Mark, anything else before we land the plane today? No, just that if the show throws you once in a while and you're like, huh, I never thought about it from that angle, you should totally do a cohort with us Ooh. where we go through either a curriculum or a section of the Bible alongside youth pastors. Yeah. And kind of what we'll do is break you down and then build you back up with yeah. all sorts of stuff that I was never exposed to until totally. I did doctoral studies in a rabbinic context. Mm -hmm. And I just like think Heather and I's desire is to not only give knowledge away, but to 
walk alongside youth pastors that feel maybe lonely, confused, mm. and frustrated, like they're going at it alone, mm. and they're trying to teach a Bible that can be confusing sure. and put the pieces together of discipleship that honestly, like across the board, youth ministries aren't doing so well at that. And yeah. so don't be afraid. If something in you is like, huh, that kind of bothers me, but I'm drawn to it too. Yeah. Let's journey together. We would totally. love to know you by name and talk with you every week for like That'd six be super weeks. sweet. Because we have loved getting to know the people that have joined our cohorts thus far. For so sure. We have, we have inside jokes with them and everything. So you could be it, one of our inside yeah. jokes. It'd be super sweet. And we don't know everything. I just recently learned that HMU means hit me up. So, I, you know. I always get confused when I see a teenager put <laughs> HBU on a text. I have to slow What's my brain. Mean? It means how about you? I have to like slow my oh, brain my down word. and be like, okay, what does that mean again? Um, yeah. So, yeah. I'm, it's all good. I actually texted a couple of my girls yesterday because I was yeah. I'm writing a skit for next week at youth group. And I was like, hey, what are some of the like um, popular uh quotes or words slang words right now and the one she threw me i was like i ain't never heard of them so it moves really fast moves as so soon fast. as you learn to floss dance there's a new one. Oh lord help us all all right well hey <laughs> let's all let's all floss together shall we and um <laughs> friends thanks for joining us for this week's episode um if you can if you'd like to definitely write us a review it helps us get more exposure uh, in the podcast world we'd love uh for you to help us out there if you are so inclined otherwise we're here to be a blessing to you so join us on our facebook community send us a message we'd love to get to know you more all right friends have a great day bye everyone bye